Hi everyone and welcome. Today we will talk about something called WACD. Well, the acronym actually stands for what Amazon can't do. So on Amazon you know that your products will come up together with all the other competing products or even Amazon's own products depending on what niche you're in. For most brands and most products it's not really a question of uh, you know should you be on Amazon or not. I think most most products and brands should be there. Um, but then of course the question comes should you be there with all your assortment uh, should it be there with everything you do and so on and what can you really because I mean Amazon is a double-edged sword a little bit you don't want to give away your whole customer experience to Amazon you don't want to give away all the valuable stuff that you're offering your consumers to Amazon so they can copy it or you know promote competing products and that's where the acronym comes from what Amazon can't do the first time I heard this acronym was during a conference with uh, with the Lush CDO, Chief Digital Officer. And the Lush approach is kind of interesting. I think it's a it's an interesting company. I'm, I'm not really you know I'm not really their target group, <laughs> I would say. But uh, still, I think they're doing some things that are really really interesting. One thing that they can offer that Amazon can't offer is the kind of community, and that Lush is a community based um, brand basically. And if you go into their website, you will see that the experience on the website is something that I often actually show clients and so on because I like it a lot. It's really, really nice. You can really, really feel the product. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of, you know, com and also community around it where people are commenting. They are asking questions and stuff like that. And if you would buy large products on Amazon, they don't offer them on Amazon. But if they would, you wouldn't get that experience as a consumer. Lush also made a lot of headlines this summer when they removed a lot of their social media accounts. I think it was not in all their markets, but mainly UK, if I recall correctly. And they did this because they thought that their consumers instead should uh, tell the stories about the brand. So they created a hashtag instead where, they, you know, where the consumers can, can talk about the brand and the products and so on. Amazon doesn't offer any retail locations or physical locations. Well, they do because they bought Whole Foods in the US and yada yada. But in general, they don't, especially not when it comes to um, where you really want the physical location. So maybe say clothing and stuff like that. Uh, so if you're buying Nike shoes, for example, for um, basketball, uh, you can actually buy them online and pick them up in a Nike store. And before you actually commit to buying them, you can try them on and so on. One thing to, to kind of offer what Amazon can do is this kind of the regular kind of retail experience but it is important to recognize that you need to connect your experience your your website and so on apps and so on with the um, with the physical location so it's a it's a smooth journey there that you can easily you know buy the product uh, online and pick it up in store and you know change the sizes etc etc speaking of Nike they are also pretty good at offering exclusives not in their regular retail outlets or on Amazon and so on, but instead they are offering it on their sneakers app where they are releasing new um, new sneakers, limited editions, collaborations, stuff like that. This is something that Amazon obviously can't offer. Well, it, they can offer it actually, but if you as a product or a brand um, select to, to uh, do it this way, it's something that you still can compete with basically. Um, another thing that is sort of interesting with Nike is that they are also creating this interesting app which is called Nike Fit. I think I saw it um, well, it's a couple of months ago now. So basically you scan your feet with it from above and then the app will tell you what's the best fit. It will offer you some shoes that you then can buy online or pick up in one of their Nike stores. 
another thing that you can offer if you're selling physical products maybe physical products that require you know spares i don't know like a water heater or um, washing machines or um, stuff like that you could actually connect them to your app um, via iot and then you can offer an experience in the app that other competitors or retailers like amazon can't offer so for example you're maybe able to buy spares to your washing machine in the app you're maybe able to uh, uh, you know, find the manuals, find how you do stuff, how you optimize the usage of your machines, stuff like that. And also, of course, that provides you a good interaction with your with your consumers, basically, and you're able to delight them through the app. So there you go, a few tips on what brands can offer that Amazon can't, can't offer. So, But I think I will end every episode now with a few thoughts on stuff that I've come across the, the last couple of weeks. So this week, or actually the, the last couple of weeks, I bought a Nintendo Switch, finally. Um, I think the Nintendo Switch is kind of an interesting device. It's like you can connect it to your TV or you can bring it with you when you're traveling. And as I travel a lot, it's it's a pretty nice device. I'm not really a gamer. I used to be. I have gamed a lot. I mean, I used to play a lot of Nintendo when I was a kid. Uh, my thumbs are probably, you know, hurt by it forever. And I used to play a lot of PC games as well, but I haven't gamed for years. So it was kind of fun to buy. I think from an e-commerce perspective and a brand perspective, I think Nintendo is, they have turned around. I remember when their stock was really, really low and people thought that they would basically die because of all the casual games and so on that comes for the iPad and the iPhone. Instead, they have really turned it around. When you look at the Nintendo Switch as an experience, how easy it is to set up, how easy it is to, you know, buy a game and install it and stuff like that. It's really something that other brands that are offering other products should look into. And even more interestingly, is that the Nintendo games are a lot more expensive than any other games uh, that you can get on the market. So I think Nintendo has done a good job of maintaining their brands, creating really, really good leading games. And it's something for other categories or other brands to aspire for. So that's what I learned basically from just buying a Nintendo Switch. Well, sometimes it's it's easy, you know, to learn stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, so thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you will catch the next episode in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, have a nice uh, couple of weeks. See you. Bye-bye.